Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Real Review. My name is Kevin. And I'm John. And we are The Real Movie Guys. Welcome to Real Terror Month, a series where we discuss the movies that will send chills down your spine. On today's episode, we're talking about Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Years after Tommy Jarvis chained him underwater at Camp Crystal Lake, the dormant Jason Voorhees is accidentally released from his prison by a telekinetic teenager. Now, only she can stop him. So, John... Seven movies in. How you feeling? <laughs> I feel like we're going downhill from here. I don't know. Uh, I think like we're at we're the start of something. That's what I gotta say. I think we're at the start of something. It seems like Jason's rolling down the hill. Yeah. Um. So, The New Blood doesn't really continue the trend we saw from Jason Libs. Jason Libs was a dark comedy, essentially, right? It, it kind of took... It didn't take itself too seriously and, you know, had a good time with the series. It was kind of refreshing. Both me and you really enjoyed that movie for what it was then we came to this movie and where you would think they would try to continue with that trend they kind of didn't they kind of backpedaled a lot on that movie wouldn't you agree yeah it's weird there's like one really good thing that i really like about this movie too right is that the fact that we finally get to see jason going against somebody who's like has equal power almost to him right so you kind of get to see like jason throughout like a challenge i think this starts like a weird premise too before we even actually get into that a weird premise where i feel like everything's like jason in some like kooky situation it seems like right it seems like we were introduced to that kind of plot going on now where all these future movies from here on out except for maybe the reboot when we get to that movie but everything else is like jason in a weird situation, like Jason versus someone with telekinetic powers, Jason in space, Jason on a cruise ship to Manhattan. Uh, it just Jason gets very at, strange. Jo- Jason <laughs> at Willy Wonka's in the chocolate factory. Yeah. But like I said, this is just very strange. It's a very strange concept, but at the same time, I think it's kind of cool. The idea of Jason versus a telekinetic being, essentially she's Carrie, right? Are we going to deny, we're not going to deny that. Essentially <laughs> someone was probably reading Stephen King, it sounds like, and said, wouldn't it be really cool if Jason fought Carrie? And that's what this movie is, essentially. <laughs> that's what we decided to do. Right. And then my really big positive about this movie is it's a, it is a cool fight. You know, I, I do think that's actually a pretty cool concept of this movie. Uh, the whole end scene when, uh, you know, Jason versus new Carrie or Tina, it's a good fight, you know? I mean, it lives up to the hype. She makes, like, makes his, like, brain melt, and then his mask rips off. Uh, she has some cool things where she throws furniture and stuff at him. Again, it's a cool telekinetic fight, and Jason kind of gets his ass kicked. And It's pretty cool, though, overall, I would say. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, the first time Jason's <laughs> tested throughout everything. Yeah, Jason's like, usually the monster now. He's kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, he also, like, shows some battle damage through each through this, too. It's not like... Somebody just shooting him with a gun constantly. It's kind of like just 
better than that. Getting knocked. Yeah, I mean, we're getting back. He's not clumsy, Jason, like he was back when he first started, but uh, he's getting his ass kicked pretty good in this movie. The, one of the main things I really do like about this is I love Jason's overall design in this movie. I like how there's like subtle things when you look at him, like his spines hanging out of his back when you look at his costume design or like his jaw is slightly like ripped apart and there's like cracks all over the mask and his skin got he's battle damaged right this jason they're really leaning into like zombie jason and he's pretty intimidating looking i would say uh i think this is one of the better jason actors too i don't know if you would agree Oh, yeah, definitely. I uh, feel like... Yeah, Kane Hodder is his name, and he's a pretty big dude. You know, he's not really... I wouldn't say he's super tall, but he's, like, big, like, broad, and, like, he's kind of like a like monstrous-looking... Yeah, and it's, like, monstrous-looking, like, display, and he's very intimidating as Jason in this movie. Yeah, definitely. He seems like a guy, too. Like, when you just look at, like, pictures of him and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you just can see, like, him putting on that Jason mask, and he's definitely... The kind of guy that you would see as Jason. Like, he's just looks the part. He's got everything going, like the size and the bulkiness. And I just like him. Yeah, no, I know. I couldn't agree more. And even more interesting, uh, the scene where he's set on fire, uh, Kane Hodder, he has one of the longest takes in, I think, cinematic history. I don't know if it's been broken since then, but he had one of the longest on fire takes in cinematic history. Uh, I think he was on fire for 40 seconds straight. Uh, he actually did suffer some pretty gnarly burns and whatnot from it, but uh, damn, I mean, I'm not going to say nothing. He's dedicated to his craft right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, dedicated to the role, too. Seriously. It's uh, sad, too, that, yeah. like, this being not such a great movie, too, mm-hmm. that, like, he went through all this, like, stuff for mm-hmm. this movie, and it's still kind of, like, flopped, you know? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to... You know, it sucks it's not in a better movie, for sure. You know, there's a lot you could say about that, but I think that that, that does suck. That's really the only positives I honestly had about this movie. There really isn't that much. Uh, The rest of this is pretty freaking terrible. So, right off the bat, the cast is absolutely terrible. Now, we've dealt with terrible, terrible actors, right? I mean, there's so many, I, I can't even begin to list them from all these movies. And sometimes we get, like, a hint of, like... They're decent, but no one's ever good. But I think this movie really takes the cake where I cared about not a single person in this movie. Just Jason was the only thing I cared about. <laughs> well, yeah, that seems to be like a theme, too, with these movies. Like, it's almost like one of those things that like, it kind of makes you think to yourself, too, like during these movies, like, why am I rooting for the bad guy? Right. Like, and even more so this time I was, and I couldn't wait for the, like, just get rid of all these other people so we can get to the psychic showdown. You know, that that's really <laughs> what I was waiting for. Like you almost see in some of the films like that we're going to be talking about like later too. Like you almost want them to, to be like, all right, let's go through these minor characters like really quick. Mm-hmm. And then let's get to like the real thing that we're right. trying to show here. No. Right. And that brings me to the next thing. This plot makes absolutely no sense. it really does i feel like and like i said earlier i felt like they were trying to capitalize on a better premise right like they really enjoy like i said they really enjoyed carrie so they're like oh let's just put jason and carrie and we don't have to make it make sense we're just gonna do it and that's essentially what this movie does but it's almost like you're starting to watch like all these movies and even like in a row you're just watching them and you're starting to see that they died out of ideas like Mm -hmm. a long time ago and they're really stretching it. Like, they're trying to stretch out the bang for their buck for so long. And it's like, it's really getting close to tearing it 
No, and and the worst part is, I think you have maybe maybe an interesting concept, right? You have this girl; she has psychic powers. She's brought to this cabin in the woods, so you know they can. The doctor, the doctor wants to study her. He claims he wants to help her, and then next door you have teens at the party. So that's kind of how you're meshing in the whole like Friday the Thirteenth concept. Problem is though, they didn't do anything different. I mean, if you look at this movie as a whole, besides the girl having psychic powers, there's nothing new. It's the exact same crap we've seen a thousand times. Well, also, like, the ending in this is so bad. Oh, well, the ending... The, it, the ending we'll get to, but, like I said, just in general, it's just so... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same one, thing. It's the same girl, exact thing. One girl survives, Jason dies. Which isn't necessarily bad, but you have to be fun and creative in the middle, but even with the whole... Besides the, you know, the non-fight with... The fight with standing, of course, the psychic battle that I really did enjoy, nothing else is different. It's just the same rinse-repeat cycle that we've seen. And if you do it creatively, it can excel, I think. But in this movie, it wasn't. It's just, I didn't care. It was it was almost tedious and boring at times. But let's go into the ending. So, they have the final battle, which it's pretty good up until this point, right? She's fighting Jason. <laughs> she, like, electrocuted. Like I say, he gets pretty beat up in this movie. He gets electrocuted, uh, lit on fire, which was awesome. It was a really cool scene. So, again, congratulations to Kane Hodder. Very, very enjoyable. They battle out to the dock. And so she's fighting Jason on the dock. And he's, like, roaring. He's, like, about to kill them. Suddenly she summons her dead dad from the bottom of the lake to grab Jason and drag him underwater. What? Well, and, like, what? that's not even the worst part about it. It's, she summons her dad, who looks like this old weakling of a man. Right. And he's going to take down Jason, like, this extraordinary human being of a man. Jason's, like, three times the size of this now. guy, just and he just stupid. takes him down. It's just stupid. <laughs> it's freaking stupid. He looks like he has, like, a couple scrapes on him or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's about. It, it just looks stupid. It made no sense. I mean, she had psychic powers, so she summons her dad, who's still at the bottom of the lake. They couldn't fish his body out when he drowned the first time. Like, come on. But not, not even, again, that withstanding, it's just a stupid-ass ending. And another <laughs> reason to put Jason in the bottom of the water again. <laughs> you know, I, I like the idea of him. I kind of like the idea, actually, of her waking him up in the beginning. I thought that was kind of cool. Like she accidentally released him because she sensed something at the bottom, which is fine. But then later on, her dad's still there, so that's whatever. That's that's really stupid. And I think where it comes from, it feels like a t- feels like a cheap TV made made for TV movie. I don't know oh, if you yeah, got that definitely. vibe. I really got that vibe from just the way it was shot, the way like the costume design looked um you know jason of course though looks she does look extremely everything all the budget was really put into jason's look you know they, they did have really good makeup artists even his ugly skeleton monster face i oh, thought man. that was kind of cool i know it's kind of corny and cheesy but again it, it looks okay you know it kind of matches what they were going for but the rest of this movie just it feels like a cheap tv movie i just it had like a very poor poor man's vibe to it and then also the last thing uh they they went back to cutaway kills a lot in this movie uh, a lot of the kills that that might have been interesting to see they get they cut at the last second so you don't see anything um the one i actually did really thought would have been actually would have made me my real kill because i thought it was kind of funny uh was the party horn scene where the the girl's hanging out the one girl's hanging out the window of the car and jason takes one of those like party horns and like shoves yeah. it in her head but you don't see anything so it completely negates any of the impact that scene could have had. Well, see, that's my other problem, too, with a lot of these movies lately, too. 
is that a lot of the kills happen off screen. Right. And it's kind of like almost like almost in a way pointless. It's kind of like, what is the point of having all these off screen kills just to make Jason seem more badass than he is? Right. But you could do it where he kills less people Mm -hmm. and show it on screen instead of just like, oh, this guy died this way. You know? No, I agree. It just, again, sometimes I think cutting away adds to the magic of the kill in, in some circumstances, not all of them, of course, but for the majority of them, I do like to see how clever the kills look. And I, I don't know if it's a lack of technology or a lack of uh, knowledge on the director's part, but we don't, we don't see anything. I think, I think in this movie, specifically this movie, it's just a poor style choice overall. It's tough. I really wish I had more things to say about this movie. This is one of the few where I feel like it was like a filler movie, right? I feel like someone said, all right, just, just make one. We, we need a quick movie. Uh, you, what, you got an idea? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll just make this. We got to put this movie out real quick. I don't find it like super offensive, this movie. I think I don't think a lot of people do. I feel like it's just kind of there, right? Because essentially yeah, it... the movie starts and ends with the exact same thing. Jason's in the bottom of the lake, he gets out, and he's right back where he was when we first started. So essentially this changes nothing to the overall story. No, this is like a plot holder. Like, hey. yeah, place, yeah it's, it's just holding the spot. It's like, all right, well, we got to think of something better. So th- this movie happened. Uh, you guys like Carrie? Oh, I bet you do. All right, we're going to get her in this movie. Again, very interesting concept, but nothing came to fruition of it. And I wish I could even say more about the plot, but the plot doesn't interest me. And I really don't want to bore all of you guys at home with it because there's nothing really to say about it that that's interesting or I have anything to really critique. It's just not that good. It's not. No. It's one of those movies that after you watch it, you're kind of like... It's forgettable. Extremely forgettable. Too. I wouldn't say it's the worst in the series. Oh, probably no. a long shot. But <laughs> it's forgettable. Overall, it's just forgettable. And sometimes Special. sometimes it's good just to move on, you know? The uh, only thing, major positive, like I said, uh, Kane Hodder as Jason is a fantastic Jason. I wish he had more time with the role because I think he's a really good Jason overall. And he, I think he loves the part. You could tell... You know, just in interviews with him and, you know, stuff where I've seen him, you know, speak about playing Jason. I think he, he's a good, he, he could have done more with the role if he was given more time. I think we're at that point in the review where we're going to give our Real Kill Award. the nature of the season myself and john will now select a recipient of the real kill award a special award given to the kill we think is the highlight of the film john who would you like to present your real kill award to my real kill award it's judy getting smashed into the tree in the sleeping bag just like whipping her around and smashes her into the tree in their sleeping bag i would argue and i think a lot of people who are fans of friday the 13th the series would argue that's one of the most iconic kills in friday the 13th it's brutal it's nasty (laughs) he just picks her up in that sleeping bag and he smacks her against that tree and if you want a raw raw kill that that's the one i i understand why it resonates so much with fans because it's just brutal right it's that's you know if you want to think of someone killing 
well, in this case, they're not camp counselors, but if you want to think of somebody killing a camp counselor, I could see them like rolling them up in a sleeping bag and just smashing them against the tree. Uh, I think it's perfect. I think it's a beautiful Definitely. kill, and it, it's a very good. It's a very good highlight of the series and a highlight of what's overall a very piss poor movie. <laughs> Definitely, I would like to nominate my real kill award to Dan, who's uh, punched through the back and then his neck is broken. Let me set up the scene for you. Jace, there's a, there's a, Dan's in the woods. He's the kid. He's going to his part. They're have this is the whole point of those kids being in the woods is they're having a party for Dan. So Dan's out in the woods, you know, he's hanging out. And then suddenly Jason pops up behind him. He punches a hole through his back, which is incredibly nasty. Again, this is super supernatural. Jason, we're still carrying on. He's not, he's not back to normal yet. He's still, you know, super zombie monster. Jason punches a hole through the man's back and then grabs his neck and breaks his neck is by far the most brutal over the top kill. I, I get everything again. I actually would have nominated the sleeping bag kill John Corstola from me. So we have that, but this would be my, my close second to that. Cause this, this kills just brutal, man. I mean, you want to see zombie Jason at his peak. That, that That's a good, that's a good portrayal of that. I would say. Yeah, definitely. I also, I remember that kill. It's a good kill. <laughs> Yeah, were there any other uh, kills you liked in this movie? Was there anything? I know I mentioned earlier the party horn scene kill. Was there anything else that stood out to you, or you know, anything no, I think, particular? I think those three were really it, really. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I was just vastly disappointed with a lot of the kills in this movie. Just a lot of quick cutaways. Um, nothing really interesting to note. You know, I, I wish there was, but I feel like there. If I can't remember it, you know, then it must not have been that memorable. That's how I look at it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but so, so John, uh, I think we're at that point where we're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, a D-. minus. This movie just coasts for me. Uh, it's not an F. It's not that bad. I think there is some enjoyment to be had, especially with the psychic fight at the end of this movie. Interesting concept, just extremely poorly executed. Uh, I have to give, you know, all the props to Jason in this movie that that's my main takeaway. Uh, Kane Hodder, just pay that man some respect. He let himself on fire for 40 seconds. Just, just check out the movie. Just, just, just to justify that man doing this to his body. Uh, what it's, it's an interesting in the franchise, you know, it's, it's something I think it's best just forgotten and moved on. John, where are you at with this movie? I give this movie a D. I feel like what makes it not an F is mm-hmm. Kane Hodder's performance. And the fact that it was kind of cool to see, like, Jason go through some struggles and stuff. I agree. But for the rest of the movie, it was just, like, bland and boring. And yeah. I really wanted... added nothing to this franchise, No, and I, like I said, I said earlier, and I don't like to rag on movies unless they truly deserve it. And it's part of me feels like this movie doesn't deserve it, and it does at the same time. It's just unremarkable you know it's tough to even do a video on a movie like this sometimes because there's just not much to talk about i really don't have anything to say besides the couple points we 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 toppled and again like you said keep saying kane hodder awesome guy (laughs) definitely so john where can the people find us at home you can find us on youtube the real movie guys on youtube go to our channel like our page subscribe comment on what you thought about this movie and what you thought about this awesome Friday the 13th series that we've been doing. You can also find us on Twitter at the real movie guy. 
Um, you can tweet at us. Let us know your opinion. What's some of your favorite Halloween, October movies that you like? Let us know. Um, you could also find us on many podcasting platforms such as yes for your listening pleasure we are also available in podcast form at itunes spotify anchor google podcast overcast breaker radio public and pocket Casts. be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places if you already are right now hey we greatly appreciate it just search real movie guys we should pop right up thank you all again so much for joining us for this episode of the real review my name is kevin this guy over here he's john we are the real movie guys real guys real movies real thoughts and don't worry there are more scares to come as real terror month continues we'll scare you next time Yo.